Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What up, y'all? It's the Airbuds Y'all Cast. Yeah, y'all. It's me, Jamel Johnson. And it's me, Mike Benner. Cowboy mode, y'all. Fuck is going on, cowpokes? Nothing much. All Star Break is happening. Yeah, I was more I was more lit for the new episode of the Equalizer. I always forget that Queen Latifah has a whole Equalizer show. Genius. Genius be, is what I say. Should we be watching that and doing a Patreon show about it? Well, let's see what the fans think. Do the little biz for them, Benito. Business time. Go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. $5 a month gets you bonus episodes. Gets you maybe an Equalizer Queen Latifah show where we talk about. If y'all so choose. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. Uh, are there comments on podcasts? I don't think so. Might be. Might be tomorrow. We Maybe. can't say yet. Maybe. Um, and if you can't go to patreon.com slash pod, go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Click that five-star button. Give us a good review, and we would appreciate it. And tell a friend. Hey, tell a friend about the buds. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that it's them again. We are non-binary as a podcast. We are men, but the podcast is not gendered. I think the podcast is a beautiful woman. The podcast is a trans woman. For shiggity. <laughs> Who for is shiggity. beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But the yeah. podcast, yeah, the podcast. In her way. In her own special way. Nah, for real. She's got a lot to offer. A beautiful soul, beautiful heart, and... We'll post your ass up. Please believe. Kind of a bad attitude. A little bit. A little bit of a jerk. But, you know, don't we all? Hey, come on. Who amongst us? If you get a couple drinks in her, she might try to fight a cop. Yeah, we, and you know, 
maybe if she's on a date or not. We don't know. To me, that's a positive. <laughs> and now to the basketball. Happy basketball, Jamel. How do you feel about uh, All-Star Weekend? I hope that this one was weak enough to um, get everybody to just take a step back and think about what needs to happen for real. Yeah, it was uh, kind of an underwhelming, again, all-star weekend all around, I feel like. Um, I don't think we're the first to say it, but all-star weekend is uh, maybe broken. This, it hurts to be at this point because... I think what brought a lot of us to this sport was All-Star Weekend. The NBA of all the sports had the best All-Star thing. You know what I'm saying? The energy around this was always the highest. The big stars come out. Don't know stars go to the motherfucking Pro Bowl? You can't. There's no baddies at the Major League Baseball All-Star game. The hose is not there. This I feel was, like it used to be. I feel like in the '90s, Major League Baseball All Star was like a thing. It was like a big event. Well, that was we got before, Sammy Sosa was before, hitting dingers. It was before white girls officially had ass, or were. It was before white women were seeking ass. White women always it, had ass. But it's before Sammy not, Sosa became a character for white girls. <laughs> yeah, see what I'm saying? Like, but that was the big when Heather Locklear was the hottest woman in the world. That's when the bad joints. The Baywatch type small bikini joints was at the baseball for sure. Yeah, the Maxim magazine cover girls were definitely in Atlanta in nineteen ninety seven for the home run derby. Big time. It, the chicks love the dinger. Chicks love the long ball. Chicks dig the long balls. That's what they said. They meant it, bro. All the little blonde bombshells. But things have changed. And this is it's it's finally gotten a, a little out of control. Um, Jamal, I want to go back to, I believe it was Thursday evening of All-Star Weekend mm-hmm. when Adam Silver, the most sauceless like league commissioner there is, no, like zero fucking charisma on that guy. He's got or no hair. Riz. Or body hair. No riz, no body hair. Um, there is a connection. He, he was doing his like annual Ted talk slash state of the union about the league speech on Thursday in Indiana. And, uh, he brought Victor Wembanyama up on stage. Did you see this to introduce no. the new NBA? No, no, no. Jamal coming to league pass soon. We're going to have NBA. which as far as I can tell, basically works the same as Alexa or Google home or whatever where you can ask the NBA app to do things for you. I Well, the NBA app needs to fix their app first before they start adding shit. Yeah. Uh, but I think the thing that went the most viral from the NBA presentation was uh, Victor Wembanyama asking NBA to uh, turn the latest Pacers game into a Spider-Man movie. Did you see that? <sighs> Nah, son. I missed all of this. So, uh, Victor Wembanyama, live in front of an audience on stage, asks, NBA AI, can you show me the Pacers game as if it were a Spider-Man movie? 
And then um, there's a significant loading time, long enough of a time where it's just a, a frozen image on screen, uh, and they're waiting for it to play. And Adam Silver, I guess, in the awkwardness of the silence, is like, "It's loading. <laughs> it's generating." <sighs> Which I'm like, this is a presentation. Why didn't you work the kink out? for that or why didn't you just play a quick time video instead of actually have it take 30 seconds to generate video Try to go too hard he's he's sauceless but he thinks like a he thinks like a player he thinks like a baller he thought he was gonna hit that shot he thought he was gonna hit it so then uh they show footage from the game uh i guess re kind of imagine imagined as uh like a scene from the the spider-man across the spider-verse movies um i've heard of such things and well it looks like shit (laughs) it doesn't look fun it doesn't seem like a fun way to watch a game and i'm like nobody's asking for this nobody wants no basketball fan is like you know what would make me enjoying a random indiana pacers game on a wednesday night better if it was an unintelligible poorly written spider-man movie Listen, and this this all could, does connect to why the All-Star game itself is weak now, why the judges are weird as hell. Everybody has this idea of what they think basketball is supposed to look like in their head, and then they try to show us that shit in reality, and it be looking crazy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I can't wait for NBA AI to come out and for me to be like NBA AI show me the Sixers game but if Joel Embiid was a stepmom stuck in a washer no no they're going to have they going no they're going to have some restrictor plates on that they're not going to let you do that man they're not going to let one listen Keldon Johnson being spider pig is one thing <laughs> But that is another, come on, that's NC-17, bro. The league for everybody. NBA AI, show me the Chicago Bulls game, but if it's anatomy of a fall. (laughs) NBA AI, give me the zone of interest uh, version (laughs) of this Wizards game. (laughs) Show me me two Bucks games, one cup. (laughs) Please. Uh, so the weekend was off to an inauspicious start. Uh, we hit and then Friday. Ruffle started tripping. Yeah, it's like Kai Sinet's crying for the ball, begging for the ball in a blowout. <laughs> what the? The slub game was incredible. Uh, just incredibly bad. Just a, a chaos broadcast. Too much happening. Too many people talking. Uh, the court was insane did you watch any of the celeb game i just saw a couple highlights i didn't have a too much i wasn't too on that jamel here's what happened in the celeb game at one point there was three things going on you have the ruffles four point line which is moving back and forth because of the led court you had a button in the middle of the court where a coach could go hit it once per quarter, I believe, uh, for the Ruffles crunch time where points are doubled. 
And then they also had floating stars around the court with each coach's face on it. And if you hit from that, it was worth six. And this is all happening at the same fucking time. Okay. See, they're trying to, they're trying to respond. I literally seen Miro and Carmelo Anthony and Joe Budden sort of agree with Miro and, and Carmelo that rock and jock should come back. So now they're trying to make the celeb game rock and jock, which is the right idea ruffles nba but yeah execution would agree uh, but other than jennifer hudson and i guess maybe if you're into r&b sir was playing um and was kind of like the like mike conley of the all-star game um there was no real fucking celebs there was no celebs you got to up the celebs, man. Because they all play ball. I just saw Giancarlo Esposito working on his left hand on Instagram <laughs> yesterday. Isn't he like you got Adam 65? Sandler. Yeah. He's 60 fucking five. Adam Sandler out here. He's at the fucking, he's at West Hollywood Park right now. They don't even got rims no more. He's just out there working on his handle. Has Adam Sandler ever played in the celeb game? I see. I'm not sure. He must have done a couple rocking jocks back in the day. You got to assume. He and Kevin James played in the 2007 All Star Game. Okay, which was a uh, um, interesting. You bring up 07, the the national anthem for the 07 All Star Game is absurd. It's just like a Vegas lounge act. This guy Danny Gans is Danny Gans and friends. I can't believe and you it's just like, knew that. Well, nah, because I watched it last night. After the game got so bad, I went on this mission to find out when the game got weak as fuck. And you so can trace st- it back I, to Danny Gans? I, well, I watched Danny Gans in the middle. It didn't actually start. Maybe Danny <laughs> Gans was the actual beginning of the end because it's the whitest shit of all time. I think this was a uh, direct response to the 2006 anthem, which was Destiny's Child. And they did a like a they did like an eight minute national anthem. Destiny's Child sung the national anthem so long that the NBA Daniel Stern was like, "Get the whitest motherfuckers we can find because it can never go like this again." Honestly, that might be the beginning of the end because I feel like in the early 2000s to mid 2000s, we had Mariah Carey there. We had Destiny's Child. We had actual stars doing everything. And now it doesn't seem like people want to come out. His fame changed. The NBA is not keeping up with what we need to be seeing as the viewer. I personally, I think the game turned to butt cheeks. It starts to shift to ass in 2014. That was the, I started, I went back to motherfucking 93. And I watched highlights of, I watched game highlights and whatever first quarters I could get my hands on, on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? A combination of the two. And there's just something you can fundamentally, you can see the defense officially start to leave the game in 2014. Dudes are getting out of the way on dunks. That's when it starts. And that's when the young dude, Steph and Kyrie, when they come in, this is when the game starts to turn to ass. 
LeBron's still trying hard, and everybody's like, what the fuck is wrong with this? Mm. What are you doing? I think that maybe is a true sign of <clears throat> the game being like done. It's cooked because LeBron James didn't even really play in the second half at all. Listen, why would he? The biggest tryhard in the history of the NBA, like, did not even get into the game. It's, <clears throat> it's, why would he, bro? It's shooting practice. It's shooting and dunking practice time. And he's good. Or, I think he knows how to do both of them things. He's pretty the good. The last yeah, dude to try hard was Giannis, and we all made fun of Giannis for trying hard. We don't even realize <laughs> we got fucking sauce-pilled. Dog, we got sauce-pilled in, like, 2016, and we didn't even know it. And then Giannis came in and he tried hard. And we was like, what's wrong with this foreign ass? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what's wrong with this foreign ass? Uh, going back to the celeb game, I want to I wanna bring up two moments. Yeah, please, Jamel. take us back. Uh, Lil Wayne was one of the celebrity coaches for, I believe, Team Stephen A. Smith. Uh, and yes, I did watch the entire celebrity game very closely. Uh, what time do you think he showed up? Stephen A. showed up third quarter. No, Lil Wayne. Stephen A. was there from Lil jump. Lil Wayne. Okay, he was there from. Yeah. What am I saying? I, I saw Stephen A. shooting, uh, shooting high school threes in a turtleneck. Yeah. Uh, he, Wayne showed up third quarter. How about that? He showed up halfway through the second quarter, uh, with the wearing the promotional ruffles t-shirt that they clearly like gave away to the crowd like over his outfit eating a bag of chips he walks on like you can literally watch him walk onto the court like he's just arriving high out of his mind they immediately put a microphone headset on him and start talking to him during the broadcast and he he's still getting his bearings he looks at the floor and he's just like, ah, oh, man, I can't look at this floor. <laughs> he's just tripping out over the floor. Like that ass it's serious? Crazy. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that does sound fun. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And then the other thing I want to talk about was uh, Tristan Jass. Do you know who he is? Uh, no, nah, but he's like a little, little uh, blondie, blondie shorty cakes, huh? Little Blondie Shorty Cakes YouTuber who he's one of these guys that uh like Max is nice who like makes his bones by imitating NBA players. It's a black scent, but with his body. Exactly. Um he was trying very hard during the game. Uh like super hard. Uh at halftime, uh as he's walking back to the locker room, Kelsey Plum, who's sitting courtside. Uh, the camera catches this. It's not like it's not like a part of the broadcast. The camera just kind of catches this. She shakes his hand and goes past the ball because he's just driving to the lane every time he touches. He's going. Did nuts. you see that? Okay. No, no. But I heard. I saw the quote. Yeah. So then he later after the game after his team loses pretty badly by like fifteen or whatever, uh, he quote tweets uh, a Bleacher Report tweet that caught the moment. And he says, I had more assists at halftime than she averaged her whole last season and more assists at halftime than her whole career average. You pass the ball, Kelsey Plum. Which doesn't seem right at first glance, but 
we're talking about career averages, multiple games, games on games on games, and he's talking about a celebrity game. Right, and he's passing the ball to a six foot three NBA wide receiver who is dunking over a Twitch streamer. Yo, yeah, <laughs> like, he's talking to who? Like, like Micah Parsons. Yeah, like Micah Parsons. You give Micah Parsons the ball, and he's gonna dunk over Jennifer Hudson every time. <laughs> like, what? Like you can't compare <laughs> your assist in the Celebrity All Star Game to Kelsey Plum, two time champion Kelsey Plum. What? How far? What was the numbers? What was the d- discrepancy? I gotta know. Uh, Did I didn't. I didn't look it up. Uh, I, I think Kelsey Plum probably averages like six assists per game. Somebody but you gotta also have. imagine uh, they play. 40 minutes versus the NBA's 48. So that number is deflated by How long nature. is the celeb game? Celeb game is 40, right? I think it's 40, yeah. So is that Kelsey Plum, Plum averages four assists for her career. And like 20 points? Nah, what, she averages okay, hold on, 13... Uh, 14 uh, yeah, and a half, three rebounds, four assists for her career. Yeah, Last season, she averaged four and a half assists uh, and 19 points. So Tristan Jazz says that his celeb game is more impressive than her entire body of work, which is two rings in the pros and the scoring, the then NCAA scoring title and all of that there. Yeah, I do. I do think um, there's something to be said that this might just be like friendly trash talk between two hoopers or whatever. Uh, Kelsey sure, Plum sure. did respond to him on Twitter by calling him a naked mole rat. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I just think it's like it, it, it didn't help. uh it felt like uh, like Twitter bros going at WNBA players. This this situation here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unavoidable every year. Yeah. Uh, Saturday came around, and another naked mole rat was the star of the show. Uh, we had Mac McClung in the dunk contest. I Rob Hayes said this to me, and I must credit him. The dunk contest should just be like first. Like, we don't need the... The dunk contest doesn't have to headline the night. The NBA should just kind of be able to recognize when it's going to be a bad dunk contest and just make it earlier. It's like when Judd Apatow would pop up at Meltdown. Judd Apatow, no, he ain't that funny. He's not about to be hanging around. He's not closing the show. Just let me go first. I'm going to get up out of here. Yeah. Especially, like... Okay, two things about the dunk contest. Number one, the scoring is fucking stupid. Like, yeah, it's too, when you too give a guy skating. a 50, when you give a guy a 50, you're saying this is the best dunk I've ever seen in my life. So for everything to get like a 48, 49, 50 is stupid. Well, I know what you're saying in terms of the, that's what a 50 means, but I think that's, I think, they're trying to say that it's a class of dunks that is in that these are the because there's a few different versions of a dunk you've never seen before that are you know what i'm saying yeah but i think at this point we've seen every dunk 
possible. So, so yeah, I mean, well, I, the problem isn't the numbers; it's the people in control of the numbers. Obviously, but what do you think? What is a better? What's a more? What should they be doing? Because it's it is fucked up. I don't know. Maybe they should just be dunking on people. They should get the best defenders in the league, the best rim protectors, Rudy Gobert, Joel Embiid, uh, to stand at the rim and try to block these dunks. Now, that's basically what the NHL skills challenge is. You get Mm -hmm. the goalies in there. What they did this year was, um, so they had a shooting contest, and they're, you know what I'm saying, whoever get the most goals wins. But for the goalies, whoever got the most stops got 100 grand. Mm. See, okay, now this I like. There should be a team of dunkers and a team of defenders, and you get a point for a dunk and you get a point for a block shot. And you just kind of let them go for five minutes and whoever wins gets to split a million dollars or whatever. Yeah, that's fun. Alt version, the dunkers get to dunk on their judges. Yes, yeah. we get Dominique Wilkins. We wheel Dominique Wilkins' old ass out there. And we let Jaime Hawkins jump over Shaq and yam on Dominique Wilkins. Aaron Gordon is waiting to fucking dunk on Dwayne Wade right now. You know what I'm saying? That, that yeah. he would love to do it, and I would like to see it. And I think, I would, and then the judge, I would pay to see based, yeah. based on how hard they get dunked on. The judge is like, all right, well, yeah, that was yeah, that was a fifty. I I'm on the ground. He, he dunked on I'm me on the ground good right there. I rolled my ankle. I'm going to need someone to put Dominique Wilkins in a wheelchair and take it back to the hotel. But, hey, he's going to give a 50 on his way out. I'm going to give you a 50 before I go to this uh, this St. John's or whatever. Uh, the Other than the scoring, Jamel, okay, so Jalen Brown, the first legit star to be in the dunk contest in as long as I can remember. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since somebody who was like really starting in the All-Star game did this. Do you think they juiced his scores to get him to the finals? Yes. But I don't think it was because he was a star. Why do you think it was? Well, I think it was because he was I think it was because he was a legit NBA guy. And he was, you know what I'm gonna just. He was the blackest guy. I think, <laughs> I think the panel. I think the panel was in Indiana, which, as we've said many times, one of the blackest places in the universe. Gary, Indiana, is the center of blackness, and Naptown is not that far off. And I think, I think everybody was feeling some type of way. I mean, Kenny Smith, even come on. Even Kenny being like, how he was, you know what I'm saying? What's all this Mexican business? <laughs> Did he say that? I wasn't really catching I a lot of the commentary. Had, I'll be honest. I think he had. I think he had something to say about the flag getting projected on the court. Did he really? I think so, dog. Mm. Uh, we'll get to I'm like saying. some more. I think that's all commentary from the NBA team later, but yeah. I exactly listen. I just think, yeah, they did. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. But I don't think it was because of any star. Not necessarily because of his stature as a player. I think they maybe juiced his numbers because he is a star and they want to get stars back into the dunk contest. They don't want to keep having Mac McClung trotted out. I don't think sure. they would love it. If I mean, they would love it. If uh, LeBron James was in the dunk contest, which he's never done. Right? No, no, it never did. Never will. It's done. That was the, you know what I'm saying? It it was the thing. It was the thing that made it like he could have. But how long would it have lasted? Even if LeBron, even if LeBron did the dunk contest, eventually they would have made it bad. Still, yeah. I'm not saying it would like ever it was, be. I don't think it's going to be good again ever. It's never going to get back to Vince Carter levels. No, no, no. I think you know what? I think they're or on even to Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine levels. I think they're on to something with this dunk contest stuff, with the way they're uh, bringing in dudes who ain't really in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's good. I think it's time to get the Flight Brothers in there. Let's just get all the YouTube dunkers in there. Do it. And then have the judges all be current players. And they could still, you could catch passes from whoever. They Somebody jumps over Shaq, yes. But I'm just saying, like, I'm good with all of the contestants not being in the league. Do you remember when Craig Sager died and for maybe a couple yeah. years after they did the like, we're going to have a three point, like for every three pointer made in two minutes, like we're going to donate like a thousand dollars to cancer research. Yes, yes, I do. I remember that awkward one with uh, Candace Parker and them trying to hit half court shots. Yeah. Why did they stop doing that? Because it was that weird because there was a bunch of missed half court shots. So they just don't donate to cancer anymore. Yeah, basically they was like cancer had to take a fall there for yeah. the production of the event, obviously. I will say this Jalen Brown did not deserve to go to the finals. Jacob Toppin's dunks were better. Jaime Hakez's dunks were negligible. Like could have been he could have been better than Jalen Brown or not. You know uh, what? but it should have been he... Toppin and Mac McClung for sure in the final. I agree. Also, Hakez, the thing about it, he had a decent, he had a good, he jumped over Shaq, man. 
Yeah. First dunk of the night, first attempt. What more do you want from a man? All we ever say is don't miss that first one. And he jumped over Shaq. Yes, he used Shaq to vault. Yes, he pushed I off still, of Shaq. Yeah. But still, he jumped over Shaq, and he's big as shit. But we, you are right about Toppin. Toppin basically just was like one one centimeter better than Hawkins. Everything Hawkins did, Toppin would just make it look a little cooler. Mm-hmm. And like every great white man before him, he saw someone that is not white do something and said, I can take that idea. And then he dunked over Shaq too. Yeah, yeah. And he he did dunk over Shaq a little, a little cooler. Cleaner, for sure. And also, I guess, more cleaner, impressive because no he's like a five foot eight white guy who has a 60-inch yeah. vertical. But... um. I would think, I think jumping over, I think being taller makes jumping over a big guy more impressive, actually. But mm -hmm. the cleaner jump is still more important. Yeah. There's also that part of it where it's like, (coughs) pardon me. Um, Bless you. Thank you. Um, Like, Mac McClung just has freak of nature level vertical. So are we giving him more points because he can just naturally jump higher through no through no like fault of his own? He's just a he can jump higher than Jaime Jaquez. I mean, but that's the name of the game, bro. There's two schools of thought: power or finesse. And it's it true. just looks cooler. It just looks cooler when a smaller person does the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, did you catch uh, the Sabrina versus Steph three-point shootout? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that thing. Respectable. I think it was. It ended as well as it could have. I think. I think twenty-nine I to twenty-six. Yep. The way it all went down went so perfectly not viral. It was actually the best result for the WNBA. The best round. In the men's competition was a 26. The winning round was a 26. She went out there, went first, got a 26. Yeah. And then Steph won. From the three-point line. Armors. From the NBA three-point line. Yeah. From the from the line. From the real line. Mm-hmm. If we want to act like, if you want to act like that. And then Steph wins, which appeases the He-Man Woman Haters Club. <laughs> he also didn't break 30 he also didn't break 30 because everybody all everybody's like oh my god it broke 30 broke 30 and it's like guys you added six more points to the motherfucker first off but that's a good point how, not, how long have they yeah. been doing the the like the bonus racks it's been a few years i feel like it's been it's been a while started making like, the logos bigger but they weren't doing Just, that in like the 90s right no, they didn't do. They did that for Steph, man. That was a Steph edition. That was another thing. That was another thing about the All Star Celebrity Game was, uh, I think the final was like ninety something to like eighty something. But if you took away all the like bonus points or like the crunch time or points or double or the six point shots or the four point shots, the score would have been like thirty to twenty. <laughs> <laughs> they had to put some sauce on it, man. 
I know. Inflation is hitting everything, including NBA All-Star Weekend. I saw, you know, let me, I, I need to jump back for a second. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we got, let's just finish the three-point stuff because we're already in it, but uh, skipped rookie rookie game. I actually watched the fucking rookie, the rookie oh, LA I fitness off. I did not watch any of that. Uh, in a word, how was it? It was the best LA fitness runs I ever saw. <laughs> What was the, so it was like there was four four teams, right? Yeah, it was like four teams and they played like two 10-minute quarters or something. It was like shortened little mini games. It's funny um it must feel like shit uh to not make the rookie slash rising all-star rising stars game. Like, because at this Cause point, there's what, 40 people it. getting selected? Yeah, they got a whole G League. They put the whole elite roster in one of them yeah. joints. Yeah. Yeah. I would you, I would be upset. Who didn't get it? Who didn't make it this year? Who's I don't think, did both Thompson twins make it? You know what? My guess is no. I don't think uh, I didn't maybe Amen did not make it, I don't think. Wow, Asir Asar did, I think, but not Amen. Hurt, that's insane. Yeah, but good for uh, Asar. He's got something over his twin brother for the rest of his life. Yeah, that's true. It, it, generally, it was it was pretty goofy. It's insane. Like when Biyama like couldn't get a board, <laughs> but they did. They were doing like uh, it was like first to forty or something. Webin Yama can't play basketball anymore because if it doesn't look like Spider-Man to him, he's not interested. That's that's what it was looking like for most of that game. And then he would catch, you know, a freakish oop. And then he would go out there and like, you know, trick off another rebound. It was super weird. But they I, I saw effort in the rookie game that was mm-hmm. not in the All-Star game, which is very interesting because in all of the years of the All-Star game being somewhat competitive, the talk was about how the rookies weren't trying hard enough. In all of these rookie games I went back and looked into, there's mad years of um, who's the motherfucker? Like Doug Collins being like, the league's got to talk to these kids about trying harder, man. I thought last night was going to go better than it did. That was some bullshit. Like, there's a lot of hate on the rookie game. So, they have fixed the rookie game, people. Speaking of fixing, Jamel, do you think the All-Star game was fixed so that Dame would get MVP? I mean, it does. It sort of was like, well, it wasn't fixed. It's just if nobody's going to play defense, the guy who's the best at shooting threes is going to be the MVP. Let me, okay, so the the All-Star MVP is voted on by fans, right? I suppose so. Yeah, actually, I'm not um, sure. Tyrese Halliburton, hometown boy, playing in front of his home crowd. He scored 32, had three blocks, six assists, seven rebounds, uh, and shot seventy uh, percent percent uh, as opposed to Dame, his forty seven percent with thirty nine points, also six assists, but only two rebounds. Uh, 
Why didn't Tyrese Halliburton get it? <laughs> well, because they had the fans voting. That's why. You're right. If it must have been a fan vote. And it just, I mean, look, he shot it from half fucking court. Mm-hmm. Nobody's playing defense. He scored the most. It, it typically it's high score wins. You know? It's true. It just feels like you could have uh, given it to Tyrese Halliburton. It would have been a fun little bow but on the night. I, my problem is I can't give you that. I can't award you that. I can't say, ooh, wow, you got three blocks in a game that had 500 points in it. I can't even award those blocks. Um, other than... Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I misread. He had three turnovers, not three blocks. <laughs> it was in the wrong that column. Makes, Terry Salford. That, 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 that yeah. changes my entire argument. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, on the East, only one person tallied a block, and that was Jason Tatum. Of course, he would get a block in the All-Star yeah. game. Um, and then on the West, who do you – there are two people each tallied one block. Who do you think it was? Jokic and um, Jokic and it's got to be a guard. Weirdest guard I can think of. Ah, I'm onto something. I, I, uh, I'm blanking. I'm blanking super hard right now. Ah, fuck Kawhi. Nope. It was Anthony Davis. With one and Steph Curry with the other. Ah, nice. You were onto it though. You you were getting there. I was feeling. I I knew you when you said it. I was like, got to be a guard. Also, Steph smacked glass. Oh yeah, so, so funny. Was do you think that was an alley oop or was that a missed shot by Carl Anthony Towns? Oof, Carl was shooting everything. It was a shot. I think it was a shot that he just fucking whiffed, and Steph happened to be there to catch it like an oop. But uh, yeah, shout so out to Carl Anthony Carl Towns like, for trying to go between the legs to end the game and just turning the ball over. Very funny. That was the most. This game isn't real. We're just we're truly just fucking around out here. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, before the game, I think it might have been Thursday during Adam uh, Silver's big press conference, he essentially said something like, I've sat down and talked to the players, and this year you're going to get a highly competitive game. That was a lie. We did not get yeah, that like, at all. No, which first off, I'm th- just the image of Adam Silver sitting down with the players. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, hey guys, just wanted um, to make sure you guys are going to try hard this year. Yeah, whatever, motherfucker. Yeah, it's like the principal asking you to be on your best behavior during the field trip. Yeah, like, gonna, no. I'm yeah. eating my sandwich on the bus. We're going to throw half of it at a lady on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, you know what's up. You know what's up. Um, I just feel entirely underwhelmed by the all-star experience at this point uh i don't know why we do it it's becoming more like the pro bowl every year um it's just players show up for this one but it's not like they're trying lebron played 13 minutes total 
There's, you know what? In, all right. So I say it starts to truly devolve around 2014. I think the beginning of that is the actual, the, the, the big bang is Chris Paul, Joakim Noah getting elbowed by Chris Paul. Is kind of the, and then the next couple years, it's like, all right, all right, we're not trying no more. I think the real thing behind it is that these guys actually kind of like each other. Like, this is a generation mm-hmm. of players that they kind of hang out and stuff. And I think before, it was a lot of, like, when Garnett was a perennial all-star, it's like, yeah, nobody, these guys aren't hanging out. Everybody only hangs out with their own team. And whenever they see each other, it's like, yeah, I'm trying not to get embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, Dame won MVP of the game. Uh, I did like in his speech at the end, he talked about how it feels good because he's been at the All-Star game for a while um, and to finally get this recognition, blah, blah, blah. But then he said something like, you know, I was in the locker room and I looked around, you know, I've been I've been in the All-Star game for a long time and I'm just seeing a bunch of like new people that like, I'm not uh, that like are new here. And if, you know, basically saying like, there's a lot of new faces and I'm like, you just got traded from the Western conference to the Eastern conference. Like it's, yeah, that's why the faces are new. That's why a lot of the faces are different, Dame. Like there's a lot of like the same players I've been, are on here. Like just because Jalen Brunson is there doesn't mean like everything is changing for you. Yeah, everything's changing. This my coach. This coach I got here. What was Doc Rivers up to? I ain't hear nothing from Doc. No, all I heard from Doc was that uh, the the fresh cut he got on Thursday night. You saw that, right? Yo, the most Indianapolis shit of all time. Fucking baldest guy in in the league somehow got lined up. Shadow fade, shadow band ass. I think someone just took like a pencil and like kind of like rubbed it on the side of his head. <laughs> they, they, yo, they hit his head with some wood glue and shook some pepper on that bitch. <laughs> uh, Doc Rivers, man. Uh, boy, it is so funny to me that he is, I think, three and seven since becoming the coach and has blamed every loss on a different thing. The this break was the best for him. He needed a break fast. Yeah. Um they uh gave up uh a, an easily winnable game to the Memphis Grizzlies right before break. Uh and he in the press conference uh blamed it on his players uh already being in Cabo mentally. <laughs> it, yeah, just I wish him the best. Hopefully this damn getting the MVP in the pretend basketball game vaults them to some sort of success as a squadron. I don't hope that. I hope they flame <laughs> out. I think as my it is a uh common refrain for me. I think the Bucks are frauds. Uh, I know what you want. Yeah. And that's you. And you've I... been saying that since Doc Rivers was your coach. So I know it's not a, a doc thing. It's a Bucks organization thing. You know what I want is I want to see Joel Embiid stuck in a fucking dryer. 
<laughs> MBAI, help me out here. Hey, MBAI, can you do it like... <laughs> Make Joel Embiid my stepmom, gonna... and I find him stuck in the dryer. <laughs> my word, bruh. <laughs> And yeah, and then have him making a crazy face. Let's get a shot of his face, of him just looking like what? He what? those exist. There's definitely Joel Embiid. When you you see a shot of him dunking, he looks like he's getting pounded from behind. <laughs> That's what his face is. <laughs> he said he could win the dunk contest too. I know. I if it wasn't for his that. knees, yeah. I just the. It, they got to get rid of the judges. They got to do all types of stuff. And they got to stop letting Scotty Barnes do extra shit. Scotty was looking crazy out there. Yeah, he was. He was Skills trying very hard. Nuts. What the yeah. hell, Scotty? Um, I, I do want to give... I'm pretty oh, sure Scotty on. Barnes was on ketamine. You heard it here first. <laughs> Scotty Barnes was in a K-hole yeah. out there, man. He was in a K-hole. K-hole is life. You know, he was really singing the Canadian anthem. He was really <laughs> humming the Canadian anthem to himself like he's from there. Where is he from? This motherfucker's from Florida, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, West Palm Beach. There you go. What the hell? That's horse tranquilizers, man. He, um, he has the look and the vibe of like a like the best friend of the lead in like a CW drama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like <laughs> he, there would be a plot about like, you know, he he's on ketamine, like uh, in the high school basketball team has to like, you know, ask him to stop. Yeah. Yeah. They all come to him. And then the dad from seventh heaven does some whole other shit. <laughs> You know about the dad from Seventh Heaven, right? That's why I said that. Okay. Uh, what's, what's next? What's the next thing we got? Uh, uh, shout out uh, the worst of the weekend for me overall. Uh, Charles Barkley, who uh, they cut over. I guess they were doing an alternate broadcast with Charles Barkley, who clearly was drunk or on something, uh, doing play-by-play with Draymond Green. Um, and Taylor Rooks, I believe. Uh, but they cut yeah. over to it on the main broadcast at one point. And Charles Barkley uh, went out of his way to talk shit about San Francisco to Draymond Green. Uh, and in the in, in doing so, he essentially said, all homeless people are criminals that will shoot you. <laughs> oh. He said, you can't oh, walk boy. around San Francisco because the homeless criminals will shoot you. <laughs> Fuck you, Charles Barkley. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. It's, bruh, things are, things are, it's, they just gotta, they just gotta get in the workshop on it. They just gotta get in the workshop on this stuff. That's all. I did, I did not watch a single second of that extra broadcast. Everybody's got their own version of the Manning cast now. And this was, it was Taylor Rooks and Draymond. And then I, I think like Spike Lee came in. Like they had a bunch of random people come in mm. there. So it might be worth a Bud's examination. It might not. We should look into it maybe. We also need to do a deep dive again on Larsa Pippen and uh, Marcus Jordan, whom 
I don't know if you know this, they were on the latest season of Traders together. Do you know Traders? What is Traders? Traders is a reality show where they basically have celebrities come on and it is like a very elaborate live action game of mafia with like challenges and stuff. Oh, okay. But Marcus Jordan and Larsa Pippen were on together. And then uh, even more interesting is that she kind of acted recently online. Like she and Marcus Jordan broke up uh, and then it ended up being a, a kind of content farming maneuver to i think have like talk about on their podcast because they didn't really break up it's i okay it's time to dive get our scuba gear out yeah get that get it out of storage we're about to go on some dives man oh my uh my second worst of the weekend uh goes to uh kenny smith by the way who i think I wasn't really paying attention to the commentary uh, very much. I had a kind of low volume, but uh, if you look at Twitter, everyone thought that he was just hammered during the dunk contest. And I yeah. did hear one quote uh, uh, that he, speaking of Mac McClung, he said, some teams got to give this guy a chance. Mac McClung has been on almost every team in the NBA. He's had so many chances. This guy is not a good player, Kenny. He's had the chances. All he can do is dunk. We're seeing what he can do. Yeah, he kind of he they had him in the the Rising Star Challenge, and they were blowing out Wimbenyama's team, and then they just. Looked like shit. Mac McClung got a backcourt. <laughs> they had Mac McClung in the Rising Stars Challenge, a 38-year-old yeah, in the Rising Stars Challenge. Uh, he already <laughs> rose, man. Yeah. He rose as he far already, as he's gonna rise. Yeah. He rose. Um all right, Jamel, should we wrap it up? We got uh we got no basketball till Thursday. We're gonna drop uh, a, a special episode on Wednesday. Um Featuring Jamel's interview. Yes, with, with my good friend Monica Nevy. Monica Nevy. Very funny. Um, so stay tuned for that. We'll see you guys midweek. Anything you want to plug, Jamel? I just want to plug the uh, NBA, the National Basketball Association. Okay, so you like just figure it out, gang. Just figure it out. And I'm going to go figure out exactly what kind of porn I want to watch on top of my basketball. Thank you, NBA AI. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Yeah, man. Make the kings black. <laughs> <laughs>the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 